Well, howdy, roofers. Welcome to Roofer Growth Hacks, the podcast that's dedicated to highlighting those in the roofing industry, learning how they overcame growth challenges with creative growth hacks, and connecting them with others in the roofing industry. I'm your host, Chris Hunter, founder and chief marketing officer of RoofingSites.com. I'm also the author of The Ultimate Guide to Digital Marketing for Roofers. Well, I got a little story for you, roofers. Brian Kaskavalsian with The Wealthy Contractor is a coach that helps contractors improve their business and create the lifestyles that they want. All right, roofers, I've got a special episode here with Brian Kaskavalsian with The Wealthy Contractor. Thank you so much for coming on here, Brian, and sharing your knowledge. Yeah, thanks for having me, Chris. Awesome. Well, to kick this off, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your entrepreneurial journey? You know, where did you start? Where are you now? So the quick version is I've been in home improvement my really my entire adult life. I started when I was going to to, to school. I worked for a uh, high-end kitchen and bath company. This was back in like the late 90s. You know, I'm a 21-year-old kid on commission salesperson selling people like $60,000 bathrooms and $100,000 kitchens. And um, that was like my first entry into home improvement. And then from there, I went and started, I didn't really have any money. So I started in a in a, actually in a franchise business doing carpet dyeing and you think you know roofing is bad carpet cleaning is uh is right up there i can imagine yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's the, the it's a thankless business from there i got into bath remodeling business then i then from there i built a one of the the largest handyman companies in the country. We ended up franchising that. We had 30 some offices around the country. Then I went broke. I worked <laughs> wow. my ass off for 20 years. I was 40 years old and and broke because I made a bunch of really stupid business decisions that at the time I thought were the right decisions, but then they were, you know, proved to be the wrong decisions because we went bankrupt. So we lost our house, all the money. Uh, we had piles of debt because, you know, my business needed fuel and it needed money. And so I thought, well, I'll just borrow the money from my house. And so I did that. And uh, that is something uh, I do not allow any of my clients to do because it's stupid. And so I learned, uh, you know, we learned that lesson. And then my wife and I got together and we formed this business called G4 Marketing. We started basically started in our bedroom. And over the last 14 years, that business has grown to be really, it's really kind of the only one of its kind. We work on what we call relationship marketing. So you're on the front end, Chris, generating leads. Yeah. Uh, what G4 does is we work with after the job is done, oh. how do we nurture, how do we say thank you to that client? How do we get reviews for that client? How do we get referrals for that client? And how do we nurture that relationship so that that customer doesn't forget who we are? Because a big problem with home improvement contractors, and I was going to say, especially roofers, is like when you're done with the job, that's it, you're done. And boom, you're on to the next one. You're like, okay, these people never need me again. Forget them. And then you go on to the next one. That's a big yeah. mistake. Big mistake. Yeah. So we developed a system for that. And through G4 Market, so G4 Market, we work with about 300-ish companies around the country. Okay. About 60 plus percent are in the roofing business. 
either direct roofers or only roofers or it's part of their mix. And one of the things that happened was we, I would, I'm just from my curiosity, I would end up, you know, behind the scenes of a lot of these companies. And what I saw behind the scenes was a lot of inefficiencies. I saw that people were not making the kind of money that they should be making. Roofing is a tough business. A lot of I mean, you're literally ripping the top of somebody's house off right. and putting it back together. You don't always understand pricing models. You don't always understand profit model, structured selling. And so we started to look inside of these businesses and see the common things that made them successful and the common things that made them unsuccessful. And so back in 2016, I started a podcast, The Wealthy Contractor, uh -huh. and we just started talking about these things. And that ended up turning into a big annual event, Accelerate Live, which is happening in February. We'll have about 400-ish people there in Orlando. And then that turned into us providing coaching and mastermind services. We also help with profit engineering. We're actually launching a new program specifically for home improvement contractors that is not only transactional day-to-day -day bookkeeping and job costing, but it's also being like your CFO, helping you determine okay. pricing models, how you make money. Uh, my whole thing is, and I, I know you have a copy of my book, is I think that you need to be at a 15 to 20% net bottom line profit. After everything is paid, everyone is paid, including you. And so we show people how to accomplish those things. That's what we do today at The Wealthy Contractor. I love that. Do you, so digging into that a little bit, I was just on the profit side of things because I'm, I'm a Mike Michalowicz, you know, geek. Do y'all help them implement profit first in, in oh. their company? No. No, we have a different formula than Mike. And Mike is great. I know Mike. Look, it's basically, you know, take 10% off the top and pay yourself first, which okay. is awesome. Great advice. Yeah. However, to me, it doesn't quite go far enough because okay. first off, 10% is not enough. Right. And uh, if you want to get rich, I mean, you could get rich off 10%, but you got to do a lot of roofing to yeah. do that. And, you know, my clients are regularly, again, in that 15 to 20% range. And so there's so much more to profitability than just, you know, and I don't know all of the ins and outs of the system. It's probably a little bit more complicated than what I'm explaining or my perception of it. But just, you know, taking money off the top is a great start. But yeah there's a lot more to it. It's how you organize your chart of accounts. It's how you recognize revenue. It's how you price jobs. It's how you pay for stuff. It's how you budget. Anyway, there's a lot more nuance to it. Yeah, for sure. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about, and, and let's dig into a little bit further, your, your program with Wealthy Contractor. You know, How do you help you know, roofers, contractors, you know, I know you've been in the space for a really long time. How do you help them? Like what's, what's their first steps? I always start with, so people come to me with, I need more leads or, you know, or we're not making enough sales. It's not always the, the right problem. Right. I'll give you an example. So I had a, one of our clients was here a couple months ago and their whole thing was, yeah, we, Brian, we want to come and talk to you about making more leads. Great. Okay. Come. 
And we sit down and we're going through first thing I, I go through their PL and I see on their PL that there's something in there that makes the whole thing suspect. One line item made the entire thing suspect. And I asked them about it and I said, well, what's, wait a minute, what's going on here? And they're like, well, we don't know. Our accountant told us to do this and this and this. And I'm like, okay, but this is not making any sense here and it's making everything suspect and the reason the reason i'm bringing that up is because ultimately at the end of the day it's about making money yeah we're in business because the business should be treated as a vehicle a vehicle for creating our ideal lifestyle our ideal life whatever that means so you know for different people that means different things and so as we're you know going through the different pieces and parts of their business it's like it quickly became apparent that wait a minute you don't have a marketing problem you have a sales problem yeah you have leads coming in but your sales team is not set up properly in order to handle the marketing that you have because look you it, with your clients you're providing them leads every day yeah. right but if yeah, they can go out and sell those leads and sell them effectively and profitably then just sending them leads is not the solution like in these people's case if i just said okay let's figure out how to make more leads they'd be blowing money every yeah. month and yeah. where would that money be coming from come right off of their bottom line and so You've got to, I look at the business like, again, like a vehicle. Mm -hmm. And so my number one thing is, and this is what I did with them too, was like, okay, let's stop talking about marketing and sales and all of that. Let's talk about you guys. What do you want to get out of your business? How much money do you want to make? I have this exercise that I created for people. And if you want, I can give you a link yeah. to it to share with your with your listeners. Absolutely. The exercise is called the four numbers, okay. the four numbers exercise. And that's where we start. It's it's four categories, lifestyle, future wealth, giving and taxes and liabilities. So you go through this exercise and I walk you through it, you know, in a video and I give you the worksheets and it's really thinking about, well, what kind of house do we want to live in? What kind of cars do we want to drive? What do we want to do for fun? Where do we want to send our kids to school? On and on and on. What is the yeah. life we want to live? And then put a price tag to it. What is that going to cost? And then we do the same thing. We think about future wealth. You know, I'm, I'm 55. So for me, you know, future wealth is a big thing. It's like, I, because I want to be set. I mean, I, I am now, but when I started doing this, I was not, you know, financially secure and financially independent, but I, that was a big number for me. So I wanted to make sure that I contributed to that. Then there's the giving. And then there's, you know, we got to account for taxes. And if we've got any debt service or anything, but then you take those four numbers and you come up with one number. So let's say the one number is $500,000, okay? So now yeah. we've got a number. Now we've got your number. Now it's like, okay, if you did all of these things, if you had this lifestyle, like, would your life be amazing? Would it be great? And it'd be, people would be like, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, great. So now let's go reverse engineer your business yeah. Yeah. to figure out what it's going to take and what the business needs to look like in order for you 
to accomplish this. And so then we go and we figure out what's your uh, job average. It's just to be, to make the math simple. It's let's say to make $500,000 on a 15% profit model, you need to do $3.35 million. So you need to do 335 jobs a year. What's your current close rate? That gives us the number of leads that we need to issue. And we just come up with the numbers. And then we start to put in, you know, what needs to now be put into place in order for us to hit 3.35 million within the next three years. Because I think that most people can accomplish their big, crazy goal within three years. I love that. Given the right, you know, given the right tools and the right direction, I think within three years, you could, you could accomplish some pretty amazing things. So I want to backtrack a little bit, right? You said that you saw this one thing inside of the P&L, right? What was that one thing? Like, if if you don't mind sharing. They had, by the way, it's on every P&L, it's something else. But in this particular situation, it was a negative number, was like negative $240,000 $240,000 okay. on a P&L, yeah. on the expense line, wow. which makes it a credit. Yeah. And so I said, well, wh- why would you have a credit of $240,000 un- in your expenses? Yeah. Because what does that do? Well, it, now it inflates your bottom line. Right, right. Right? Because instead of it being a, a because it, it's, it makes the bottom line look bigger than it is. Because, you know, when I look at a PL, the first thing I do, first off, to see, I look to see if it's structured properly. We have a very set structure for how we, how we do it. So I look to see if there's a structure. Then I look at what's the top line? How much did you, how much revenue did you produce? Then I go to the bottom line. How much profit did you make? And in this case, it was, it was, it was like $400,000. Like, okay. That looks good. Then I went back to the details in between and I saw that negative number. I asked them about it. They didn't have an answer. Oh, these are general ledger entries that our accountant tells us to do. Yeah. Well, now the whole thing is suspect because your bottom line is not correct. Sure. Your PL is not correct because it should not be done that way. And so they had to go back and figure out what their accountant is telling them. And why their accountants telling them to do it this way? Interesting. So yeah. did that? So that led to a sales problem. It sounds like in in this case. Yeah, right? yeah, it led to a sales problem. So they had two salespeople, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm trying to remember all of the details of it. There was two salespeople, but there was an inefficiency in the selling system, mm. and they actually needed. There was something they either needed another salesperson or the salesperson. The, oh, I think it was one of the salespeople was not closing effectively. Oh, like their sales, their their sales number was really low. Their close rate was really low, and so. That was the problem that we I, I honed in on. You know, it's interesting the relationship between sales and marketing. To me, the core of this business and the th- and the thing that roofing companies and owners of roofing companies struggle with, I think most is when they start out. They either more than likely are going to come from the sales side or the install side. Yeah. Now the guys that come from the sales side, they can sell. So they go out and they start selling, 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 right? And then they got their crew that goes and installs it. And you can do that for a while and grow a business. But it's like, where are the leads coming from? Well, you're taking whatever you can get. 
You're yeah. throwing a little here. You're throwing a little there. You're hoping for referrals and you're just going by whatever you can get. Right. And um, as an owner, if you're running leads and let's say you get to a million bucks a year, mm-hmm. well, that's a full-time job. Selling a million dollars a year in roofing is a yeah. full-time job. Absolutely. But they also, but they already have a full-time job. So this is now their second yeah. full-time job right. because they have the full-time job of being the owner of the company the leader Mm -hmm. of the company. And so you can't do both things. And so one of the hardest things for roofing companies and and really a lot of home improvement companies is the owner saying, okay, I have to stop selling. Yeah, I have to stop selling because there's no leverage in it. There's labor. And so you, you want to create leverage in your business. You can't do everything with labor because there's a threshold. There's only so much you could sell as an owner and still run a company without the wheels falling off. And it may be a million and a half. It may be $2 million on the outside. And yeah, you'll make some money, but you're basically a prisoner of that business. You're a slave to that business. And so you have to make the decision now to say, hey, in order for me to take this business to the next level, where I can actually start to bring people on. I can leverage myself by having salespeople out there. And I focus on making sure now that we put together a good marketing plan to ensure that each salesperson has two leads to run every single day. That's the big switch that needs to be made in order for them to go from one level to the next. And so like in the case of these people, they had done that, they had made the switch, but their selling system, they weren't spending enough time with training and coaching and role playing. And when you don't do that, you don't get optimal results. And then what happens is then the owner gets pulled back in and it's like, okay, I have, you know, how many, how many guys have you talked to? You ask them, well, how many salespeople do you have? And they'll say, well, we have two, well, we have two and a half. You know, I hear that a lot. Well, we have two and a half. Well, it's like, okay, well, tell me about the half. half Yeah. Yeah. And then you ask them, well, tell me this, what does your training look like? Do you have it scripted? Is it choreographed? And most of them will say they're not. And that's an issue because you can't scale a business by bringing on people and attempting to teach them how to sell like you do. Right. You know, like you, you have, you're an entrepreneur, so you have an innate ability to sell. Sure. But you can't teach me how you sell. You just can't. And I can't teach you how I sell. But what we can do is we can come up with a structured choreographed process to train new salespeople coming in on how to sell roofs. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think that that's, you know, I mean, I meet with, you know, four to five roofers every, every single week and every single one of them, when I ask, you know, what are your processes? What do do you have SOPs? for everything in your business. Do you have it for sales and marketing? Do you have it for operations? Do you have it for finance and admin? Yeah. Right. Usually finance and admin and operations has some sort of structure to it, but none of them, none of them have any kind of structure to their either marketing or their sales. So I hundred percent agree on that. Yeah. Yeah. And this is at the end of the day, what is the business that we are all in? We're in the customer business. All of us are in the customer business. Customer is all about sales and marketing. We're sales and marketing organizations 
that just happened to sell fill in the blank, mm-hmm. you know, roofing, windows, internet marketing services, dentistry, coffee, you know, you name it. Yeah. But we're yeah. in this, we're sales and marketing. And what's interesting is then this is a little more sophisticated. This is going up a few levels. But once you get past a certain level you and you've got your sales and marketing machine running, now you become a people development company. I love that. Because yeah. now you need to bring in people to run all of those processes for you so that you can grow and scale your business. Yeah. Depending on is- where... You know, depending on how big you want to get, how where you want to grow to. And and honestly, from what I see, this is every single business, right? Not, not just roofers, Everything. not not no. just, you know, because you know, we've worked with other contractors before and we've worked with other types of businesses before. And every single one of them, you gotta you gotta have this all in place and, and start yeah. putting it and make a make a system out of putting it into place. Right. 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 So I love that. Yeah. And one of the things that we're doing here at the wealthy contractor is we're actually defining those this business is very formulaic. There are proven models to how this business works. Just yesterday, and when this is going out, um, this will already be uh, announced, but one of our our great clients in our uh, coaching group, mastermind group, just sold their roofing company. Oh, wow. Now, six years ago, six years ago, they, the owner, John, was on a roof banging nails. Wow. Yeah. Six years ago. Yeah. And he one day said, I can't do this anymore. I got to go learn the business of roofing. They somehow got into our orbit. They came to our events. They joined our mastermind group and they implemented, implemented, implemented. Mm -hmm. They built a seven-figure net income business within about four years they had a sales team in place they had an an office staff team in place he was basically not retired but he was out of the day-to-day him and his wife both were out of the day-to-day of the business when these people came knocking and wrote him a big check and said hey you know, we want to take your business. And by the way, their business was not a huge, you know, you hear about these businesses now getting bought that are doing 20 million, 50 million, a hundred. These people were doing 5 million bucks a year. Wow. You know, and wait, wait, wait. hang on a second. He's doing 5 million bucks a year and he was taking home a million. Yeah. Million nice. plus million. Nice. Plus. Yeah. Okay. But again, there's a, mo- there are models Yeah. and there's formulas. And I say this all the time to people, model success, don't reinvent the wheel. There is already a formula. There's already a model. There's already systems and processes out there for how to build these businesses. And so one of the things we are doing here is we're actually identifying those different levels in the business. So like one level is, is of course, there's the up to a million. Yeah. Those people are, you know, they, they're great. They, they should listen to the podcast, uh, your podcast, my podcast. They should read uh, our books and they should just get the knowledge, get themselves to about a million bucks. Now things are going to break because yeah. at every level, two things break. Two things. Right. One is the business breaks and two, the owner breaks. We break. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And so you have to, you got to hit from both sides. So when you're going, you know, when you're in that one to $3 million range and you want to now go to the next level, which is about, you know, three to five, three to 7 million, Mm -hmm. here's all the things you have to stop doing as an owner. And here's the things now you have to start 
doing. And also operationally, here's the things operationally that need to change. One is you got to stop selling and you need to put in a structured sales system. You have to raise your prices. Mm. And this freaks people out, freaks them out. This guy that I'm telling you about, he didn't care. He's like, okay, you say I got to raise my prices. I'm raising my prices. Love it. You say, if you say I hire somebody new for a hundred and you know, when he hired his uh, integrator, we do EOS. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that, but we're all EOS run companies. He hired his integrator for whatever, 120, 140,000 a year. Who paid for it? You think he paid for it? No, the bill went to his customers. So what do you do? Price increase. How many jobs did, uh, how many jobs did, are we going to do this year? X number divided by 140. Okay. Every job needs to get added X amount of dollars. So I could pay for this, you know? So there are certain things that need to change. And then when you're at that, in that three to $7 million range, here's the things that are going on. And then to go to the next level, which is seven to 12 ish million. Here's what needs to happen there. And so it's very like it's formulaic, but we make it hard as owners. Yeah. We make it hard, you know? And that's why for we are and, and you know you mentioned the the book my seven yep. secrets book i purposely wrote this book not to be a book about sales about mm-hmm. marketing about operations of the business this is really all about who we have to be as owners who do we have to be as a, a business owner as an entrepreneur Absolutely. what are the seven things that we need to be committed to in order for us to create the business that provides for our ideal life. I love that. I love that. And, you know, obviously my, my favorite chapter was chapter number four, you know, yeah. talking about sales and marketing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what, what business are you in, right? Yeah. Sales and marketing. And right. that's every business, by the way. And I was talking with my son about this the other night is that, hey, this is exactly what entrepreneurship is about. If you, number one, have to be in, this, in the business of sales, right? Right. And if you want to start a company, you have to know sales. You have to know how to sell because right. no one else is going to do that for you at the beginning. So. Right. Well, and you have to become a marketer. Yeah. And yeah. people should read your book, you know, about digital marketing, because that's, you know, that's a, a big piece of this is digital marketing today. And the yeah. digital marketing landscape is changing all the time. All the time. But you can't only rely on one form of marketing, especially anything like one of referral, you know, one just relying on referrals or one just relying on digital marketing. You need a blend, you need diversity in your marketing mix. And so as the owner, so once you set up that structured selling system and you start to bring on salespeople, now you become chief marketer. And your job now is to make sure we go out there and we create leads, enough leads every day for the salespeople. Love that. Love this conversation. This is truly fire. We're going to take a pause here to uh, listen to a message from our sponsor, RoofingSites.com. Since 2018, RoofingSites.com has helped roofers double their sales by getting their marketing right using the 4R Roofing Marketing System. If you're a roofing company owner wanting to grow your business, be sure to go to RoofingSites.com and sign up for a roofing marketing strategy session with me. Okay, so our lightning round is real simple. You have one minute to answer each of these questions. Okay, you ready? All right. Awesome. All right, Brian, what is your favorite personal hack, book, or podcast? Since we're Roofer Growth Hacks, we'd like to hear our hacks. I say to business owners all the time, I need to do this also to myself often, is stop, stop, okay, and just 
work on what's going on between your ears. What are you thinking? What do you believe? Because our beliefs are going to dictate our results. But beliefs, uh, so I teach this thing, your thoughts create your beliefs, your beliefs create your actions, your actions are going to create your habits and your habits are going to create your results. And what happens with us is we get stuck in that loop of thinking the same things over and over and over again. So we keep the same beliefs over and over. We do the same things. We create the same habits and we get the same results. And so I say to business owners and including I'm talking to myself too, is you got to just sometimes stop. And I think it's every week, stop and focus on yourself, work on building that muscle inside of you that believes that you can create a business that will provide you and your family, the ones you love most with whatever your ideal lifestyle is. Love that. Absolutely love that. Okay. Number two, what is your first, your favorite business hack book or podcast? EOS. EOS. The entrepreneurial operating system changed our, changed our world, changed our business, changed our, changed our lives. Love it. Same here. Okay. What is the best advice that you've ever been given and bonus points for how you actually applied it? (laughs) Revenue for vanity, profit for sanity. Mm -hmm. Um, At the beginning, my first 20 years in business, I was like, let's just sell more, sell, 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 and let's grow as big a company as we can grow and some money and we'll get rich, you know, from that. No, that's not, I went broke. I went bankrupt. When we started to focus on profit and we started to focus on building wealth, that's when everything changed. Absolutely love that. I answer right. that. Last question. How can the Roof of Growth Hacks family get in touch with you and how can we support and, and encourage you moving forward? I think right now, the best thing to do is just go to our website, thewealthycontractor.com. All of the resources are there. You can get a free copy of the Seven Secrets book. You can, uh, there's links to the podcast. There's links to our events. We'll be putting up our new Success Society. The Wealthy Contractor Success Society is, is launched. And um, we're really excited about that. It's a combination of, of masterminding and one-on-one coaching. And it's really helping you create that business that, again, provides you and the ones you love most with your ideal lifestyle. Wow. Well, you heard it there. Roof of Growth Hacks family, head over to the wealthycontractor.com and join Brian's program. Brian, thank you so much for coming on here and sharing you know, all these gold nuggets that you did. I, and I know there are a million more. We could go on talking all day long, I'm sure, about yeah. this stuff. You know, We're so passionate about it. But thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom. Thanks for having me, Chris. Appreciate it. Well, how about that, Roofers? Was that amazing or what? I know there were some amazing hacks that Brian gave and shared with us. I wrote down a whole ton of them here. And I got to say that the first one here that I starred as I wrote it down was that your business is a vehicle for creating your ideal lifestyle. So many of us get into business and, and, you know, unfortunately, the business takes over, right? We get stuck in the day-to-day grind and we don't take time out to actually think about why we went into business to begin with. And I love that he says this, right? Your business is a vehicle for creating your ideal lifestyle. It's a vehicle for what you want it to do. So I absolutely love that. Number two is that he said, your sales needs to have two leads per day, each salesperson. I love that. Absolutely love that. Two leads per day. 
How hard is that, right? 20 business days, that's 40 leads per month, right? That each salesperson needs to be getting. So if you've got a sales staff of 10, how many do they need? Okay, that sounds like 400 leads if you've got 10 people. So that's a really good rule of thumb right there. I also loved on his personal hack where he said that each business owner needs to stop and work on the business and think and think on on exactly how we're going to get to that next step. He said it was a mindset thing and that needs to be done every single week to stop and work on the business. Absolutely, absolutely love that because it, you know, it wasn't until I started getting out of day-to-day operations of my own business where I started thinking, okay, where how do I take my company to this next level? How do I do that? And and I started planning that out, okay? Um so I highly highly recommend that that every roofing company owner here do that. I also loved his business hack of implementing EOS. I am a huge, huge believer in entrepreneur's operating system. And that's not a software. Go listen to a book called Get a Grip and you'll understand what it is. Basically, it's a framework for businesses to run and to succeed and to get traction. So I highly, highly recommend that y'all listen to that book as you're driving around called Get a Grip by Gino Wickman. Well, that's going to do it for another episode of Roofer Growth Hacks. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you connect with Brian online. I also hope that you connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, wherever that you find me. You can also check out our website at roofingsites.com. And while you're there, listen to previous episodes of Roofer Growth Hacks. I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, roofingsites.com. Since 2018, roofingsites.com has helped roofers double their sales by getting their marketing right by using the 4R roofing marketing system. If you're a roofing company owner and you want to grow your business, be sure to go to roofingsites.com and sign up for a roofing marketing strategy session with me. Also, this past year, I published my book, The Ultimate Guide to Digital Marketing for Roofers. If you're a roofing company owner and you don't have this book in your hands, I'll send it to you for free. Just go to go.roofingsites.com and I'll send you a free copy of my book. Well, roofers, join me next time when we connect with another great roofing entrepreneur and learn how to hack their growth. Until then, I'm Chris Hunter. Thanks and gig'em.